Welcome Chatham County to the first ever Chatham Emergency Management Agency podcast. Y'all ready for this? Where we're gonna talk about all things emergency management, emergency preparedness, and getting you ready for any type of natural or man-made disaster that might happen here in Chatham County. Each week we'll have a different subject matter expert and I'll have a different co-host with me. This week we have the one and only Assistant Director of SEMA, Mr. Randall Matthews. Randall, thanks for joining us. Chelsea, thanks for having me. It's an honor to be part of the very first ever Y'all Ready for This. Awesome. Well, Randall and I were thinking, what would be the most appropriate thing to talk about in our first ever podcast? And we thought, let's really debunk some of these ideas of what is emergency management? What do we need to know? And why is emergency management important here in Chatham County? And to do that, I want Randall to introduce our guest. Yeah, we thought to uh, have the best guests we could possibly have up front. So we're better to start than with FEMA's very own director, Dennis Jones. Hey, thank you everybody. Uh, Chelsea, thank you for putting this together, our first ever. Are y'all ready for this podcast? And I'm certainly excited about it. And I'm excited about where we go from here. Awesome. So to kick us off just a little bit here, Dennis, correct me if I'm wrong, you've been here for 22 years at SEMA, is that right? Yeah, I started in 1998. I started out as a hazmat analyst here with SEMA, uh, looking at tier two reports and other hazmat reports that come in from industries throughout the county. I then moved to a deputy director, then to an assistant director, and now I'm the director 22 years later. Wow, that's, that is quite a bit of experience for sure. Yeah, it's, um, it's, been, a, it's been a joy. Awesome. So I'd love for you to start us off and just give us a little bit of perspective. What is emergency management on a county level? Well, uh, you know, a lot of people understand that SEMA get in, gets involved with hurricanes. Um, what they don't normally understand is that we're involved in a lot more than just hurricanes. You know, when you think about the general public, they know what police do. They know what fire does. Uh, they know what EMS agencies do, uh, but they really don't understand to the full extent of what emergency management does. You know, firefighters, they, uh, they put the red stuff on, the, the wet stuff on the red stuff. They make sure that fires are put out. Uh, police officers, they get the bad guys. Um, firefighters, they treat those who are, uh, they sometimes treat those who are sick, but EMTs mostly and paramedics treat those who are ill and, and injured. And what emergency management does is we kind of work with all three of those disciplines and we look at the consequences of each individual incident to make sure that one's not have one action is not having a negative effect on another action. So, you know, our focus is consequence management. Um, we're also big planners. So we are making sure that the activities that take place throughout the county are coordinated uh, in a major disaster to make sure that everybody is understanding what the other disciplines do and to also make sure those other ancillary responsibilities that people don't normally think about are engaged in those emergency response operations to make sure there's a cohesive response. Awesome, thank you. So Dennis, if we take a look at that, at that smaller level, the neighborhood level, uh, how would you say that this agency benefits those individuals? Well, it's all through preparedness. You know, every disaster is, a, uh, is an individual uh, it has an individual impact. So for every disaster that occurs in Chatham County, every emergency that occurs in Chatham County, it has a personal effect. So it affects the individual, whether it's the singular person, whether it's a family, whether it's a business owner, or whether it's a large corporation, every disaster is personal. 
So our focus is to have an outreach campaign that actually works with the general public to make sure they're as ready as possible in order to be able to sustain uh, the effects of any type of emergency or disaster that occurs in Chatham County. You know, we, we take a concerted effort to, to really reach out to the general public um, to make sure that they are as educated about the disasters that affect our county and they are as prepared as possible in order to make sure that they can um, uh, survive the effects of that disaster a little bit more easily, a little bit more efficient, efficiently uh, if they didn't have a plan. So our focus is to really uh, make sure that the public and our partners are as educated as much as we can do to, uh, to make sure that they're as ready as possible. I like that. So Dennis, kind of going along that trend, I, I'd like to maybe just take a brief moment and talk a little bit about preparedness and, and really understand what is one thing that you would like every resident of Chatham County to know, whether it's preparedness, whether it's a hazard that's specific to our area, what's one thing that you really want them to gain from listening today? Well, one, one word that we use quite frequently in the emergency management community is resiliency. You know, being resilient is being prepared. It's being able to react and respond to an emergency situation, whether it's a very, very small scale or whether it's a large scale event. You know, you being resilient, you as an individual or a business owner or your family being resilient, uh, you know, just tends to lead to a greater recovery effort for the county overall. Um, as I mentioned, everything is an individual. Um, it has an individual effect on the individual, the business, the owner, uh, business owner, or the uh, the corporation. So resiliency is very, very important. So to do that, you have to be educated about what the threats are around you, and you also have to have a preparedness strategy in order to be able to react to those emergency events that affect your life. Speaking of those threats that we've been facing, over the last five years alone, we've had a multitude of different issues that we've faced here within the county, such as tropical storms, hurricanes, tornadoes, uh, even a plane crash, and now we're in a global health pandemic. Uh, what is next from our, our agency, and where do we go from here? Well, where do we go from here? Um, I hope we get a little bit of a break. Uh, you know, the citizens of Chatham County have been through quite a bit over the last four or five years. Um, as you mentioned, we've had three hurricanes. Uh, we've actually had a few tropical storms that really didn't hit many people's radar because it just came in as a very strong uh, thunderstorm. But uh, we've been affected by a lot over the last four or five years. Uh, you know, we have a very well-educated community. Um, you know, they reacted very well over the last four or five years to those threats that affected our community. And, you know, where we go from here, uh, again, I hope that we get a little bit of a break. Um, you know, this pandemic has really taken a toll on the community as a whole. You know, people have had to adjust their lives to a new norm of uh, social distancing and a new norm of wearing masks, masks all the time and just being hyper vigilant about your surroundings and the people that you interact with and, and how you interact with them. So, you know, we're in a new norm. Um, we're looking at, you know, probably another six to eight months at, at least of uh, being in this same norm, at least until the COVID vaccines get rolled out and we see what kind of progress we get, uh, not only in Chatham, but throughout the state and throughout the, the country, uh, you know, what kind of success we see there. So we still got at least another six to eight months of, uh, of you know, managing COVID related issues. 
And where we go from there, uh, you know, we're in a, a period of uh, heightened storm activity. So, you know, it really depends on what the tropics hold for us as far as hurricane season goes. But, you know, we can certainly be assured that we're going to get thunderstorms. Uh, you know, we get into a, a tornado season, hurricane season, severe winter weather season. So there's a lot of weather related uh, issues that affect Chatham County. And uh, we'll be here. Um, we're going to be watching every one of them and making sure that our residents, residents and business owners are aware and prepared. Awesome. Yeah, so Dennis, you talked about how our residents have really had to adjust and had to switch things up and, and change their perspective. I, I'd love for you to chat just a few minutes about how SEMA has done the same. You know, what has changed in emergency management as a field or just within SEMA over the last 22 years that you've been with the agency? Well, uh, in the last 22 years, uh, quite a bit has changed. When I first started here, we had an emergency operations plan that was maybe 50 or 60 pages. Uh, you know, that was the extent of our emergency operations plan. Now our emergency operation plan fills up a, a bookshelf outside my door. So there's a lot of planning efforts that goes into emergency management, a lot of coordination that takes place. And COVID has certainly had an impact on our ability to effectively coordinate uh, you know, a lot of things that we used to do were face-to-face -face are now done through uh, WebExes or, or Zoom meetings like this. Um, so you lose a little bit of connectivity whenever you're talking to somebody through an electronic device. Uh, you know, there's nothing that replaces being able to talk to somebody face-to-face. -face. Uh, so COVID in that respect has presented a few challenges. Um, you know, also our outreach campaign was very uh, influential on being able to communicate with the person individually or in a group setting. And we kind of had to take a step back from that because of COVID. So, uh, you know, as far as public education goes, we've had to make a, a several adjustments there. Um, we've also traditionally have held uh, public conferences, um, well, not only for our partners, but for the general public as well. We've had to curtail that to some extent. So our outreach and, and our ability to be able to ensure that our business owners and our citizens are as prepared as possible has uh, taken quite a bit of a, a hit for us over the last nine, uh, 10, nine months. So we're hopeful that in 2021, we're gonna be able to look at strategies in which we can re-engage our citizens and our business owners to make sure that we can pick back up where we left off and uh, making sure that they are ready for the upcoming hurricane season as well as any other um, weather-related or, or man-made related threat that may come up. Thanks, Dennis. Uh, you mentioned the evolution of the emergency operations plan and now it's a whole bookshelf outside of your office. What would you say is the biggest threat to Chatham County and are we prepared for it? Well, the biggest threat to Chatham County is, is actually severe weather. Uh, you know, the most costly threat for us is probably hurricanes, but our biggest threat, because it is so prevalent and is so common, is severe weather, um, tornadoes, high winds, uh, you know, flooding potential, all the weather-related things that go along with a severe thunderstorm or severe weather-related event, you know, those are our biggest threat. Um, our biggest economic threat is probably a hurricane. You know, in the last three, uh, last four years, we've had three hurricanes that we've had to react to. We've had Matthew, Irma, Dorian, and uh, Hurricane Matthew was a $59 million tropical storm for Chatham County. 
Um, you know, Hurricane Irma, 15 million, and Hurricane Dorian was about two and a half million. So tropical storms, hurricanes are very, very, very expensive, um, in, just in general terms. Uh, so that's our biggest economic threat. But our most frequent threat is most likely severe weather and, and the other things that go along with severe weather, you know, lightning strikes, high wind, flooding, um, those type of things. You know, so Dennis, I was waiting for Hurricane Matthew and, and Irma to kind of pop up into our conversation. I feel like there's this big misconception when you talk about an economic injury with, with hurricanes and tropical storms. Where does that money come from and, and how is SEMA funded, especially during an emergency situation? And, you know, we also, to kind of follow up on that as well, people often ask, well, why doesn't SEMA provide financial assistance and why does FEMA? Well, SEMA is a county department, uh, so we are funded through uh, the general fund of Chatham County, Georgia. Uh, whenever we have a disaster that impacts our county, um, you know, those are generally spontaneous. Um, those are generally not planned or, or disasters not planned, and they're certainly not funded. So with a major disaster like Hurricane Matthew, Hurricane, um, any type of major hurricane, uh, you know, we generally go into a presidential state of emergency or presidential disaster declaration. And with that, the federal government allows us to receive reimbursement for a portion of our expenses. So expenses related to Hurricane Matthew, I mentioned were $59 million roughly across the county. Well, the federal government was able to step in and uh, assist us in a little bit of that recovery. The state of Georgia also uh, contributes a small portion as well, which leaves a very small portion that the county actually has to, has to uh, account for. Now, I say a small portion that's relative based on the storm, obviously. Um, for Matthew, the county actually had to pay for about 12.5% of what the overall cost of the storm were, was. But in uh, contrast to that, Hurricane Dorian, we didn't have a presidential disaster declaration and uh, evacuation orders were issued. So 100% of those expenses were accounted for by the county. So those weren't something that we were able to receive reimbursement uh, from the federal government on. So it really is situational dependent. It's uh, certainly dependent on whether or not we get a presidential disaster declaration and then what type of presidential disaster declaration we get. Sometimes a portion of our funds will be reimburse sometimes, uh, you know, more than, than what we would normally anticipate. So it really depends on the event. It depends on how widespread the event. Is it affecting just a small portion of the Southeast or is it affecting the entire coast? So uh, it really looks at, or the federal government really looks at the overall impact for a particular storm event or emergency or disaster situation and looks at what is the overall economic impact and whether or not the federal government can step in and actually assist in the recovery of those communities. As we look back on some of these incidents that we've had over the past couple of years, what is one thing that you would want to improve or do differently uh, from those emergency events? Well, with every disaster, with every emergency, we learn something from everything. You know, I, I strongly believe in the philosophy that if you stop learning, you stop learning. Um, if you stop growing, you stop growing. So taking a look at every situation, I, I feel there are opportunities in which we can find something to improve upon. Um, I don't, or I'm not a firm believer in every response is going to be perfect. Um, there's always something that we can do better. And the reason why 
is because every storm is unique. Every response to a situation is based on that situation. So the way you respond to Hurricane Matthew is not necessarily the way you're going to respond to Hurricane Dorian or to a tropical storm or to an airplane crash. So every situation has very unique characteristics, has very unique challenges. So being able to adjust on the fly and being able to learn from, uh, have lessons learned from those particular events that you can incorporate into your response strategy, that's what allows us to continue growing and to continue learning. Awesome. So with all of that behind us, with 2020 behind us, going into, and, and now that we're in 2021, what is a successful year for SEMA? Where do we hope to be maybe next December as we celebrate a, a fantastic year? Well, our focus is always to get one more person ready. Uh, you know, every, every community outreach event that we do, every plan that we develop, our focus is always to get one more person ready. So whether it's an individual or whether it's a partner to a plan, um, a business owner, whatever it may be, uh, because it all goes back to resiliency and it all goes back to that individual being, uh, being ready for a disaster or an emergency situation. So that's our whole focus. That's my whole focus on emergency management. Um, that's the philosophy that I like to, to, uh, to run the agency by. And it's all about getting people ready. And with every outreach event that we do, with, with every uh, webinar that we do, this podcast that we're doing now, if we can encourage one person, just one person to get ready and uh, to take it seriously and to make sure that they have all all the planning efforts that they need, all of the uh, disaster supply kit items that they need. Because if we can do that, if we can build resiliency one person at a time, then overall, ultimately, the county as a whole is going to be much more resilient. So as we look at engaging these residents and you know, getting uh, resiliency established one resident at a time, what is one thing that you wish every Chatham County resident knew about emergency management? Well, the basic fundamentals of being ready is to have an emergency plan and to have an emergency kit. Those are two foundational items that everybody can do. Um, there's tons of information on our website, uh, on a multitude of websites uh, throughout the internet where you can go and find out what it takes to build an emergency plan for your family. Um, there's tons of information about what it takes to build an emergency kit for your family. So, you know, you don't have to use SEMA as the primary source. You, there are tons of, of uh, sources out there. Um, we've got good information on our website, but if you have a disaster service site that you uh, are more, um, uh, that you find that you uh, connect with a little bit more, go and take a look at what they offer. But if we can have everybody who's listening here, um, or at a minimum one person, build a plan, build a disaster kit for you and your family, uh, again, it goes back to that resiliency and being able to, to take a look at, you know, how, how we as a community can, can be uh, better prepared for a disaster. So that's my hope is, again, building resiliency one person at a time and through a basic plan, through a basic emergency kit um, that goes a long way to ensure that you are much more resilient than you were before this podcast. I think that that was the perfect question to end it on, Randall. And 
Thank you, Dennis. I think that if people can build their plan, if they can make their emergency kit, they're going to be that much more resilient and ready for anything that can happen here in our community. Thank you both so much for joining me today on our very first episode of Y'all Ready for This. And tune in next week where we are going to interview Catherine with Consumer Credit Counseling Services to talk about financial preparedness and how you can be ready for a financial disaster. Thanks so much, guys. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Thank you.